Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast series, Nature of Scientific Disciplines. My name is Lisa and I'm joined here by Marit. Hello. And Pavlo. Hi. In this series, we will discuss the ins and outs of the three of the biggest scientific disciplines, which are physics, chemistry and biology. In this episode, we will also talk about a vital question of our series. What is science? Let's start. Okay, so what is science? We will try to find the answers to this huge question. To start this topic, we've asked some of our classmates this question, who also studied the Master of Science Education and Communication. First, let's hear Jelka. Something proven by people doing research. So, according to Jelka, something scientific needs to be proven by someone. What does Pavlo think about this? I think science is a particular, very distinct and rigid way of looking at the world. So, in the sense, a certain pair of glasses you put on to see the world in a more complex and comprehensive way. Christina seems to agree with Pavlo. Let's listen to her answer. I think that science in general is um, just a way to help us make sense of the things around us and get as close as we can to the truth of everything. According to our peers, science is a way to look at and make sense of the world around us using research. This is for sure a start to answering this broad question. To dive a bit deeper though, we will look at the science behind the science. Also, the philosophy of science. This field focuses on what makes science science and concerns itself with the rules of how science works. One important element of science is the epistemological values a discipline has. To understand epistemology, you have to understand what you think knowledge entails. Do you see knowledge as something objective? If you answered yes, you just took on a realist perspective. This epistemological theory values objectivity and neutrality, and sees knowledge as something that is true. Through controlled experiments and observations, all three disciplines try to achieve this neutrality. Some say an emphasis on trying, though, as some theories argue that knowledge can never be objective. For instance, if you put on your non-essentialism glasses, context is all that matters. This theory argues that a sugar molecule, for example, or a yeast cell, can be very different when observed in a different context. But it can also be more subtle. In social constructivism, another theory, society influences knowledge. For instance, influencing the direction of research in all disciplines, ranging from sustainability to earthquake dangers. There are many models describing how science works. These all discuss the so-called nature of science. Science consists of multiple elements, as is described by the model of Erdogan and Dagger. They argue that at the core of science, we have, for example, knowledge and practices. But these are influenced by, among others, society, and ethical considerations. Each discipline of science will have its own interpretation of these elements of science, making each discipline of science still science, but a little different. 
Physics, for instance, relies on observation, experimentation, and mathematical modeling. And in physics, knowledge is built through application of mathematics and experimentation to understand the fundamental laws of our universe. For instance, Isaac Newton a few hundred years ago formulated gravitational theory after watching an apple fall and asking why the apple fell straight down rather than sideways or even upward. Subjects range from experimental to theoretical ones and cover many aspects such as turbulence, astrophysics, condensed matter and others. Okay, so I see there are some similarities with chemistry. Chemists also use observations such as titration and experimentation, uh, but they study and analyze the properties and behavior of substances. For example, they ask questions like what atoms are in a molecule and does the molecule react with other molecules and how does this work? This leads to a better understanding of matter and possibly the formation of new materials. Interestingly, biologists use the same methods like observing and experimenting, but they focus more on living matter, like how do living things grow, how do they reproduce and interact with other species and the environment. Biologists' knowledge depends on evidence and it changes as they discover new things, making us understand the living world better. So the different disciplines mostly differ in what they study, but there's also a lot of overlap. Like in all fields, scientists observe and experiment to make progress in their understanding of the natural world. Scientists try to do this in a very objective way, but of course the need of society influences the direction of research, which we will discuss further in one of the following episodes. So, we've talked today about questions like what is science and what the differences and similarities are of the different disciplines. It's been an enlightening experience and we've only just begun. Yeah, so we're excited to announce that the three upcoming episodes will be dedicated to exploring physics, chemistry and biology more in depth. Join me and classmates Francis and Minka next time as we dive into the world of physics. In this episode, we will talk with assistant professor Anastasia Kroszynska about some interesting topics. We have phononic materials that can attenuate seismic waves. So you, you're saying right now in a very covered way that you could somewhat influence earthquakes? Not influence, but... Uh, minimize uh, yeah. negative consequences. Sounds cool, using physics to minimize consequences of earthquakes. Yes, and in the following episode, Feke, Ono and me will explore the nature of chemistry. We will have a talk with assistant professor Sebastian Bayel about his research on transforming sugars in a novel, sustainable way. Here's a snippet to spark your interest. Only, knew, only you and maybe your colleagues know about it, which, which work on that same project. And then eventually you, you publish that in an article and then actually people get to know about that and, and then get back to you. We get a lot of um, responses from, from all kinds of people saying, oh, well, this, this method is so, so nice, it's so useful. Um, like, there really seemed to be a need for it. So possibly important contributions to society. Then in the following episodes, 
biology will take the stage, where Sasha and Merel will uncover the mysteries of life. And we'll talk with assistant professor in molecular microbiology, Sonja Bitterbeck, on her research in engineering with yeast. In this field of synthetic biology, we think of cells as little factories that make, um, for example, medicines for us or materials. Like, for example, yeast can make insulin or they can make uh, biofuels or they can make, you know, yeah, as I said, materials like silk, for example. Interesting. Small cells that can work as little factories that, for instance, produce medicines. Yeah, there is definitely a lot to learn about the different disciplines and the research that's being done here at the Faculty of Science and Engineering. In the following episodes, together with our classmates, we will also cover important subjects, for example, ethics, misconduct, errors, and the influences of society on the scientific disciplines. And to close up the series, we will return to you with an episode about the ideal science communication. Yes, so thank you all for joining us today on our very first episode exploring the world of scientific disciplines. We hope this first episode gave you a good overview of the different disciplines and we hope you tune in to find out even more. Thank you. From now on, we will talk about several specific sciences. Join us for the next episode on physics.